Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hold up. He's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, to the Sock Puppet Nation, let the party begin. Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Romaine, top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing. Philosophical or talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a Nice pink young bitch You have an opinion Let's hear it do it proper The world may suck but I like it I want you Facebook, email, tweet us Get out your closet If you're dropping our names Now let's come together There's nothing else to say Let's start the show Randolph hit him with the Hey 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 Hey, Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm wearing women's deodorant. <laughs> yeah, that's Courtney Farrington. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to at least introduce who you are because the freeloaders who listen on Thursday are not always patrons who listen on that's Monday. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, Courtney Farrington. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the kind of guy I am. You, like, you have, you're wearing, is Courtney it secret? Farrington. Is it, is it, what are you wearing? Nah, I bought some Trash Tom's deodorant. Okay. Uh, so I bought the gel kind first. Like gel, mm-hmm. I hate gel. I don't like the gels. I hate gel. They don't dry. No, I don't. No, so they all always, you, they, you feel instantly sweaty. Yeah. Uh, and then they wear off really fast. So like Tom's is a non-aluminum, non-GM, all the hippie shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, that's the influence of that white girl. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My wife has had some Tom's in the house. My wife you has had some Tom's products. You're going to start with pumpkin spice soon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out, girl. Eating a lot of eating a lot of quiche pretty soon. <laughs> That's the white girl in Florida. Uh, yeah, shout out, girl. Eating your kale yet? You got your I, kale I, game on lock? I'll see you soon, baby. <laughs> no, um, uh... <laughs> so I bought the the gel kind and I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And I just saw the powder and I was just like, oh shit, powder. Tom's okay. powder. Yeah, Tom's powder deodorant. And I was like, okay. I fuck with to- p- powder better. Yeah. So I put it on and I was like, this smells good. And then I go up on my day and then I had a young lady at the house and she was just like, whose woman's deodorant is this? <laughs> oh. Okay. And I was like, show me. And she held it out and I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me so and and was it obvious on the package no it just oh. says powder and then it has all the tom bullshit and then it has okay. what it, what they don't have in it and then at the bottom it says four women oh. and then she was just like honestly armpits aren't different so yeah well but you don't want to be gay well actually the ph yeah. balances are different that's that's the thing okay uh-huh. so who wants to sweat less uh no a it's, young not a, woman? it's not about the no. sweat it's about the it's it's about, about your the, vaginal the health chemical stuff in the <laughs> that too <laughs> it's about the chemicals that are in the sweat who told you this that's you know what i do right yeah 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 but so but i what, look i, I the know chemicals, about the pH i know about the chemi- body i know about I, 
there's not a lot that I know about. Not a lot, not a lot of things I know about. So the this pH I know balance, a little bit about. the pH balance in my sweat is different from a woman's, right? It can be, yeah. Okay, it can't. It, is it or Maybe is because it because of testosterone and stuff like that? Okay, so, so yeah. then what is the deodorant doing? What is the pH balance in a deodorant? The deodorant shit. Don't get me wrong. I've used I've used uh, many secret roll-ons in the morning. Like, well, I'm out of my shit. I know. All I know. All <laughs> let I know. This, let me fuck with this secret. All I know <laughs> is this is the only deodorant that I've ever put on. Where by the time I get in the shower, I'm just like, is it not coming out? Is it? Yeah. It's it's not. Oh, I it's like, just, it stays there. Yeah, I it's like good uns- deodorant. I like unscented deodorants. I might just I might just keep so wearing this. That's what cons. I fuck with. Unscented. Mm-hmm. Unscented deodorants because I don't like it covering up the cocoa butter smell. That's this. It's my shit now. The I wish they butter would. and the cocoa butter mixed with, with the cocoa butter is the base. Then you put some. You put a nice cologne that complements the cocoa butter on top yeah. of that. I wish. I wish like all the shit that dudes secretly buy uh, on the low has to be behind the counter so they just make us say it out loud so we just be more comfortable <laughs> with the shit. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, kind of lotion are you trying? Can to I get? get? Can I get any? Can I? Can I get anything else for you? Yeah, let me get the uh, let me get that that women's secret deodorant and yeah. uh, <laughs> got, you guys got any lady toms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Need that shea butter? <laughs> no, the shea butter. No, no, the shea butter on the second shelf. That one. Yeah, let me get that right there. You mean the gay butter? <laughs> yes, I do. Sir, and a pack of black and milds. Yeah, <laughs> just make you say the shit out loud. So yeah, maybe, you some, yeah, got some man shit with it. We be we be more comfortable, so you stop being goofy. <laughs> Show up in a ski mask. Uh, Frankie French just commented <laughs> on our uh, on a picture I put up. It said, "Courtney Farrington, I know you better be schooling these old heads on the truth of that Madari steak life." Come on, you well, know I got you. Medium rare, excuse me. If you listened on Monday, you would have heard. Yes. Uh, the other thing that we talked about with Frankie, and this is not really a, the same conversation. It's, 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 everyone thinks they can make the best grilled cheese in the world. Do you have a grilled cheese that you make? Um, no, because okay. uh, I'm lactose, so I'm really. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I don't really, uh, you know, fuck with it. I mean, I'll eat a grilled cheese, but I'm not, it's not something I'm not like, Hey, you know what? I should get a good ass sandwich. That's going to ruin the rest of my day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really want one of those. Continuing our Curiel, um, uh, our, uh, Uriel Curiel conversation from, uh, Monday that you freeloaders missed out on the Astros player who made the Chinese the eyes player. at the U Darvish Curiel apologized for somebody posted Curiel apologized for it it wasn't the word it was a gesture my fortune cooking says he's gonna have to sit a game okay a comic wait what'd they say a fortune cookie it wasn't the word it was a gesture my fortune cookie says he's gonna have to sit a game he said fortune cookie in an ironic way okay right 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 that's what I was was getting at yeah right right. okay so a guy that I know from um, San Antonio a comedian a white guy uh huh let me make sure that I say this shit. A lot, right. of, lot of gel deodorant in his life. Yeah, yes. A lot of gels. <laughs> speed, of gels. speed stick. <laughs> I don't even know they still sell that. Speed stick. Oh, they still sell it. Yeah, speed stick is now out there. Right guard. Speed. Yeah, that shit is trash. Los Angeles, he says, ugh, if an apology is pressured or coerced, then it's meaningless. Just accept that there are assholes in this world and move on. Quit demanding apologies. Okay, let's discuss that sentence, that phrase. That's the same shit I was just saying. Like, yeah. that okay, whole, well, we have you to keep your head down and then you just go back into shitty behavior. Like, you just, okay, yeah. hey, if you just shush, we just gonna shut up and just let yeah. the shitty behavior happen. <laughs> go ahead, Andy. We have to set up the story. Um, For you fucking It was a few days ago. <laughs> you fucking But the player on the Houston Astros during the World Series game, uh, last name is Guriel or something like that. Guriel, whatever. He made the, the Asian eyes, little slanty eye motion with his fingers on his eyes. Uh, the pitcher for the opposing team, Yu Darvish, is half Japanese, mm. half Persian, guys. He is half Persian. Um, his real yeah. name is like Farid. Andy Kwan, Mr. Farid, Farid <laughs> Darvish. 
So he was making a gesture toward that guy, and it was caught on camera. And he was like, "Oh, my bad. I was trying to signal to my family yeah. that I have don't have success against Asian pitchers, yeah. which doesn't make any sense." Uh, a rather you know, interesting lie. How do you know a <laughs> camera's on him? How do you signal your family from basically, a dugout? A rather interesting lie. Um, so anyway, now this is people are saying: Should he miss a game? Should he be suspended? By the time this podcast airs, we'll know. But um, this is the response from a comedian about that right which right. is something that we talked about apologies as courtney was just saying yeah that they'll say just accept that they're assholes in this world and move on here's the question that i would ask why must i accept that there are assholes in this world and should i not call out assholes because there's this this that that stigma of you got to be tough you got to no, you got to no. be tough and that's the that's the uh what i used to try to talk about uh like Working hard and like that, that the the generation of people who like were started uh what's it called the uh like the like the union organizations and and all of that other stuff and it was just right. like I used to have to work twenty hours a day and work yeah. my fingers to the bone. You millennials don't know about work. Now yeah. we do, but I also want days off. So I, I yeah, it's work life balance. Squeaky wheel. So yeah, I'm gonna say something. It's yeah. not me being weak. It's me going. I don't think I, I want to like do this. Shit yeah, anymore. you used to come home and take a nap every day because you were fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I want to see the world. I want to do shit. In my day, mm-hmm. I would we would shit coal and die at 49 here's a a comment he open your mouth say something (laughs) same comic i was speaking in general all these whiners demanding apologies is getting out of control it's it's pleading into comedy now comics have to think twice self-interest he said pleading but he meant bleeding. bleeding comics have to think twice for fear they might offend someone no they don't that's always been the case that's i mean look you might offend people that's part of comedy uh this whole idea though He's you know making what, a blanket statement about. You don't have to apologize. He's making a blanket statement you know about how there unf- are assholes in the world, but that, they're not all. I'm unfriending. They're not all equal assholes. Like some of them have power and can subjugate people and oppress people. Just because one person is an asshole doesn't mean the next guy who's an asshole. They're all just under this one umbrella. So, you know, yeah, one guy might maybe apologize. We don't like it, but someone else might fucking run a company and not hire mm-hmm. Asian people. You can say, oh, he's just an asshole. Don't worry about it. So he gets to oppress people. By the way, how how insulting is that to somebody who does feel like they're insulted? Oh, just don't worry about it. Right. You don't see it bothering me? Pull uh, your yeah. skirt down. People get racist every day, uh, yeah. B. I know it bothers you, but just don't worry about it. Fuck it. This is a uh, white male comedian? Straight yes. white male? What's the matter? Trying to raise a daughter. What's the matter? Get a what? Snack. What do you want? She wants a snack. We're going to the party in a little bit. Two. Go ahead. Because we're going to party a little so bit. So she doesn't bargain. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Shut up, Uncle Andy. She doesn't <laughs> even know about that. No, I just I grew up with a uh, with an Iranian mother. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, haggling. There's a lot of haggling. She went to yard sales every Saturday. Every Saturday. And Which means you went to yard sales every No, Saturday? I didn't, but she dragged my father to them, and then they divor- divorced. Oh, there you it, go. Maybe that was related, but, um, <laughs> you know, you see at a yard sale, a lot of the price tags are just a fucking piece of masking tape with 75 cents on it. There you go. And she'd be like, how about a quarter? Like, you know, like, come on, you're saving coins here, but <laughs> it's ingrained. It's ingrained to go back and forth and get a better price get or get a third Oreo, perhaps. Well, <laughs> possibly. My dad used to have me go get him beer when he watched baseball games as a child. Did you take, did you and take I would say sip? only if I can sip? have the first sip. Yeah. And I would open the beer and take a sip right in front of him. That would be my payment. 
Okay. And that's why I don't drink now. I'm like, I've been drinking for years. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you guys just started drinking in seventh grade. <laughs> and it never wowed me to drink. But uh, it was part of that, like, I need... I, I'm uh I'm gonna get something out of this. I'm Persian, yeah. So I have I to. It's just ingrained in I me. I have to get something. I'm haggling. Being Persian, I'm haggling over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like in those, if when I was a kid, can I have cookies too? I would probably say, how about three? Yeah. I, would, I would throw in, and then it would be maybe meet <laughs> me in the middle. And as a black father, I would just look at you. Two and a half. Well, yeah, you don't always get it. What did I say? This is how you learn to negotiate. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. And then you would have walked off with and your then, head down to Charlie Brown music playing. Then I would have gotten. I bought the art of the deal. <laughs> I can learn how to negotiate better. <laughs> I'm going to get two Oreos. This is bullshit. Uh, what's our email situation looking we like? We have two emails this week. So you unfriended that guy? You didn't uh, yeah, engage? This is not really. This is an ongoing thing. Imagine how his stuff has been yeah, up he's, to this. He's been doing a lot of that. Yeah. Priest just protecting the sanctity of comedy. Right. That's all he cares about, really. Sure. Uh, Podcast emails. We have two, three guys on at gmail.com if anyone ever wants to email us. And why is it not coming up? Is the signal down? There we go. So the first one is from Nikki, who has hey. emailed us Hi, before. Nikki. Hey, Nikki. The title of the email, my son is napping. My son napping. Okay. Okay. Uh, trying to raise a son. My son is napping. I can write a quick and non-proofread email. Hey, guys, and jars. Well, there's no jars. No there. jars here. Well, hey, sort of. Yeah. We well, are sort of jars. Sort of too. jars. Sort of jars. Kind of jars. Kind of sort of jars. Uh, Frankie threw that at us when she, whenever she's on. The official title when Frankie's on is more pickles than jars. Oh, no. okay. So we have no jars. We have do we do have jar deodorant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Nikki I says. I think men can be jars, though. Nikki says, Andy, listen to your comedy album. I loved it. There you go. My Shout son out. slept through most of it. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. I would have preferred that's that he did would not help. hear. That would be best. Uh, then again, he is eight weeks old. He sleeps a lot. My husband liked it a lot. He said, you are his type of comedian. Okay. I have no idea what that means. White. Um, white, perhaps uh, not <laughs> earning a living off it. Uh, that kind of comedian. <laughs> you should have more. tell more people to buy my album. Uh, keep me posted on when English Bay drops his Seinfeld podcast. I will listen. He does have a Twitter feed and Instagram for that, so it's coming soon. It's called What's the Deal with Seinfeld? And I think it's just the first letters, like W, T, D, W, whatever, you know. You know. Uh, throwback to Jerry Lewis. A couple of weeks ago, you all talked about how Jerry Lewis didn't leave any of his sons his money. Nope. <laughs> While I was watching Judge Judy, <laughs> there was a commercial for an episode of Inside Edition, and it had his sons. He was going to tell his side of the story. I forgot to set my DVR to watch it, so I don't know what happened, LOL. Well, we just got blue balls now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Randolph, my Mm N-word, your Facebook posts. They just want me to set this world on fire. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I swear you say what's on my mind. Good. And I think now that I have a son who is biracial... Mm-hmm. And it scares me, the state of this country. Racism has always been around, but now it's a free-for-all. In my neighborhood, we have a young black kid, about 20, who jogs nightly because he plays sports at ASU and is trying to stay in shape. Gotta his, jog during the day, man. His mother had to tell neighbors that they have lived in the neighborhood for over 15 years and her son was raised there. And she would appreciate if people stopped calling the neighborhood watch on him mm-hmm. for jogging. It's super hot in Arizona, so the boy jogs yeah, at night so he won't night have to run, yeah, he run in, the heat. in the Arizona sun. And to me, 
It's fucking ridiculous that his mother has to explain that. Oh, I met some of the black moms at the elementary school my son will be attending. One of them told me that the non-black moms treat the black moms different based on if their kids are mixed or not. Of course they do. And that since my husband is white and has extremely German last name, which she gave that I'm not going to even try to say, um, my son will be okay. I almost went off on her because I don't think that's a good thing. Well, that's all for now. Love the show, Nikki. Thanks, honey. We appreciate um, you. So there's hierarchies among yes. black kids, mixed kids, white what? kids. Yes. Yeah. And then there's also obviously the brown kids, the Indian and Hispanic, Latino kids, and then the Asian, et cetera, et cetera. So the kids that have a little white in them get treated better, essentially? Yes. It's that paper bag thing. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the paper bag test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a typical dark skin, light skin, mm-hmm. white skin Differential. Who can be invited to the house and who can't? <laughs> who you can date and who you can't? Yeah. Pretty much. Even in elementary school. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Starts, they start them young with that. I mean, it's like learning a new language. You got to start it early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my album, by the way, is called Vintage. You can buy it everywhere you buy albums. Vintage, and Vintage. stream it. Shout out Vintage. Album. It's on Spotify. It's on Tidal. It's everywhere. Hot. Um, we got an email from Danny. What's up, Danny? D-A-N-I. Hey, D. D-A-N-I. Hey, sweetheart. How you doing? So I'm assuming Danny's a, a jar. Yeah. Uh, the title Maybe, email. because if I emailed you, my name is Courtney, you'd call me a jar, too. That's true. Possibly. We'd wait. We, we would. Well, but Courtney, I think Go there, are, way. there are more male Courtney's than males with D-A-N-I. Danny. Although, I think Danny Harrison, George Harrison's son, is D-A-N-I. So, there you go. Here we go. This email is called, Hey, Darlings, just wanted to send you all a little feedback. And this email came in, by the way, this morning, right before we start recording. Okay. Uh, Danny here, and I just have a few things. Tim, if you're there, (laughs) in my Bernie Mac voice, first off, welcome. (laughs) So nice to have you on the show. But if you're not, because you're out trying to raise a daughter, bless your heart, Andy and Randolph, please tell him I said hello. Well, we will. Um, Maybe I'll forward him the email. I've really been loving the shows. I got shook when y'all said the Monday shows were going away unless we subscribed on Patreon. My week wouldn't be the same without hearing the 3GO theme song to start the podcast on my Monday commute. So I went ahead and put a little something on it. I take it back. LOL. I don't regret it at all because the shows and the woke files have been better than, have been hot fire. Thank you. That's fire with four A's. Uh, I've also been enjoying the sock puppets. Frankie repping for us jars, and I'm here for all her Frankie tales. Where is Haywood? Haywood is is Haywood just had a had a daughter. He's been trying to raise a daughter. So he has two boys and a little girl now. He's also coaching six and under six and under football. The last thing yeah. Haywood did with us was um, that woke file we did about uh, Tanahasi's the bloody heirloom. Tanahasi's e- essay. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Usually when we record, he's in the middle of coaching something or something along or yeah, something like that. Yeah, on Saturday afternoons. That's tough. all it is. Uh, so, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll be back soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but, Danny continues, baby Puerto Rico Suave with his fine ass. <laughs> oh, God. I say, I say this in a whisper, like how Randolph says black people. <laughs> black? Oh, so I'm sorry, Puerto Rico Suave with, with his fine ass. Because <laughs> I know he's taken, oh, and I don't want no problems. 
Lastly, I got and listened to all of y'all's albums, and I really enjoyed them. Randolph, I'm ready for your second album, Blue Magic. I LOL. was just working on it last night, as a matter of fact. Blue-er magic, she says, LOL. Blue-er and magic-er. I know that's not the title, she says. Well, you know, maybe Blue-er magic. I have a title already. Oh, is it going to be a... I have a title. Do you want to reveal it or not yet? No, it just ends in uh, Electric Boogaloo. Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keep it up, guys, and if y'all ever come into the Pittsburgh Improv, I'll be there. I was there in 2003. Uh, I've never been there. Cheers. You know what you can do? You can reach out to the Pittsburgh Improv and ask them why they aren't booking us. Yeah, I don't know who books... I haven't even tried. I don't know. It was a a real struggle getting booked there back then. They had three managers, all had different calendars. Right. You'd get booked and find out that someone else already booked that weekend. It was a whole thing. Right. I worked there with Jake Johansson. In August of 03. He brought you in with him? Yeah, he did not. <laughs> no, no, really, no. It was, it was just because I'd worked with him the year before You're in not Florida. not his friend? No, I mean, we're cool. <laughs> uh, I'll tell that story in a second. Laughing. <laughs> I'll tell that story in a second. But uh, yeah, Danny says, good. P.S., Cajun Sparkle has changed my Popeye's experience for the better. Thank you. Yes, it has. Yes, it I is. rewarded myself for my good set last night with some Popeye's, with Popeye's, Popeye's loaded wraps. Yeah, I saw the picture, and then I got hungry for Popeye's. Popeye's loaded wraps with some Cajun Sparkle. I came home uh, last night. I'm stopping at Popeye's. Yeah, they're still open till midnight. Yep, and it was early because I just yeah. left Courtney in Lafayette. I was like, I'm stopping at Popeye's. I, uh, if I, I had to- known that if, if uh, 7-Eleven had... Those stuffed donuts with the white cream, I'd have stopped and bought one. Yeah. See, there should be an app that tells you what's in stock. <laughs> I'd have went all the way with Everywhere. It. There should be a red box. Yeah. Um, I worked with Jake Johansson. trash food. And <laughs> like you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop. I have talked about you on this podcast already. What sending, am I eating? Sending you pictures of those. <laughs> sending you texts. Oh, what? I'll send you about? a text. I said, you know, 7-Eleven's got them, got them stuffed, those those uh, vanilla cream stuffed donuts. Don't act like you don't. Don't act. Don't look. The late like night 7-Eleven don't, don't do happen that. no more because there's like not a this. lot of 7-Elevens. You not know that. Not in New York. That's why I send you the text. I'm yeah, like, you know that. Well, you got bodegas with tasty cakes. That's nope, true. I don't. But eat I don't tasty fuck cakes with tasty Vegas. cakes uh, either. I don't uh, fuck with tasty cakes. Tasty the fun good. part, and this is the fun part about uh, fucking New York: the bakeries. Martha's on, on the corner. Oh, it's open God. like the fucking club. That yeah. shit is crazy. It's man. open. I got a bakery. Spot that shit there. is. That's yeah. Martha's, man. That's I, took, Martha's. I took them Martha's, there. We, we Martha's, went up there. They, yeah. I took them there. Oh they redid God. the patio. They redid the floors. They've opened in Williamsburg. They opened in most neighborhoods. They've expanded because I live in a in the in the. Community. Yep. The community. Uh-huh. Uh, they stay open as long as people are in there, and there's yeah. always people so that's in good. there. That's good because that was my only gripe with my deli. Yeah, Sal, Chris, and Charlie's the sandwich king with, of Astoria. They, they, they're wholesome as shit. They close early. They close when the streetlights come on. Yeah, because I because I would be <laughs> getting get home, home late. With my family. Yeah, <laughs> because that's that's a, a great deli. It's it's renowned. It's on those lists of places you should go in New York. They still got 1990s prices on that board, and that yeah. shit is amazing. For man. like six bucks, you get two meals. Yeah, you get two yeah. meals worth of sandwich. You can get like a nine dollar sandwich that I dare you to finish. Yeah. I yeah. dare you to finish. Couldn't happen. Eat the other sandwich for lunch the next day. But they would close. It like I'd be walking. Can buy like eight fifteen. They like, still they still close at six thirty. Ugh, that's too bad. But this is why, and this is why I, I judge now. <laughs> this is why I judge now because I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, you can enjoy your hunk of red meat. 
your eighty ounce hunk of red meat, mm-hmm. as though that's good for you. That fine, that fine, uh, non processed red meat. That's not good for uh, you. <laughs> with I mean, fungus on it. <laughs> I mean, when, your arteries. No, with the fungus helps your digestive tract. Come on, okay, you know that. And <laughs> my my, my, that. my refined butter because you got to digest all that meat. Yeah, my you wouldn't need the fungus to help your digestive tract if you didn't have hunks of meat. In also, he's got a good sandwich spot right on right on the corner. Yeah, okay. see, my cholesterol is outrageous that right now. Spot, that sandwich <laughs> is spot is really good. Sandwich my cholesterol spot is is really good and it got a bar in it too what but the the cream filled donuts are the problem what yeah yeah Wait, which, those seven, those which seven, sandwich spot you talking about it's called the sandwich shop oh the sandwich shop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. across the that's street the brunch, from, that's across the street from tasty from that tasty the, yeah, from the, the diner. tasty diner yeah my neighborhood's popping man michael's uh, diner no it's just called tasty tasty michael's it's, it's is new. around the corner yeah it's on 31st street yeah, yeah. Tasty's michael's is, is still there it's always gonna be we there. ate there we ate breakfast there. I went there a lot. We didn't eat it tasty. Tasty is small. Okay. You, you got to wait to get a seat. I'm not waiting. Come on. Uh, there's, there's a diner right across the Come, no come, way. come. I'll take you to get some good ass coffee. You bring it inside Tasty's, get some good ass pancakes. <laughs> Uh, then I walk you to get a banging ass sandwich. Well, you can bring outside coffee into an establishment. I do it all the time. How about this, we <laughs> ate pizza straight local. We ate pizza at that pizza shop on the corner. Pizza Palace. Pizza Palace. Yeah, that one across right where Dip Mars and one on the yeah. corner right yeah, there. That's yeah. Pizza Palace. Okay, so we're in there ordering, and this this. I don't want to call the boy fat, but he was fat. He's a large man. He knows a boy. Boy, large boy. <laughs> he came in. Well, look, if you're a fat child and you see Pizza Palace. He ordered French fries. You're going in. He ordered French fries smothered in gravy. Yeah. Which I guess is a, a, staple, a staple of them. <laughs> French fries stuffed, stuffed smothered in gravy. Gravy and, and, fries. And pizza. Oh, okay. Ate that yeah. shit, and I was looking at him. How many slices of like, pizza you get? Just one slice. Okay. It's a big but slice, the, though. The big slice. Okay, so what's the difference it's between like, having that and a burger? It's like you're going to die. <laughs> what's between the difference between that and a burger? All those carbs, dude. When I lived and in New York, was already big. Pizza Palace sold Freedom Fries. I wonder if they sold Did they? I wonder if they sold no, that. They don't sell that no more. Pizza I would have noticed that on the pizza. Yeah. I would have taken a picture of that. Yeah. Pizza Palace doesn't sell Freedom Fries anymore. They're back okay. to French fries. Also, Pizza Palace is on a list of the no goes in the neighborhood. Really? Uh, what's wrong? They're sta- nah, they're fine. They're great. This just, uh, I'm an Alba. You pick your. You Alba's pick your, is better. Yeah. Alba's you pick your better. pizza. And you, you and know, what I'm ten saying? cents cheaper. Yeah, it's the shit. It's that. It's that New York <laughs> shit where you pick your place, and it could be across the street from each other, and make the same shit, but you got your yeah, place. Yeah. Alba's tasted better, and it was closer to me. It's closer to me but too. But by the subway, there's Frankie's Pizza, which might not be open anymore. But nope. they were open late. Nope. So I could get a slice and walk home eating the Frankie's slice. Frankie's was replaced was by McDonald's Artichoke. McDonald's that burned uh, down, right by. There was a twin. There was a like right place by. called Twin Donut that burned. Yeah. That was like a spot where you can get like an egg sandwich at two in the morning, and they burned down. The guy that was a real sketchy dude working there, like he's always some crusty dude, yeah. <clears throat> but it was good. It was late, but uh, Frankie's Pizza had the later hours, and so getting off the subway late, go in there, grab a slice, walk home eating the slice. That right. was my move. Artichoke is open late and it's trash. Uh, Artichoke, and uh, then they got uh, some taco spots that are open, and then most of the delis now. Now that the neighborhood's on the up and up, yeah, stay open. Is that burrito hours. spot still open? That's run by Asians. Nope. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's a chain. I uh, what burrito. It's, called. it's like fucking. Uh, I wonder if my Chinese restaurant is still uh, open. It's too fresca far tortilla. Or something yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, it's fresca tortilla. It's right next to Bubba's, and Bubba's got this banging ass brunch. And for some reason, they stay open, and them dudes be hopping on the scooters, delivering bullshit <laughs> Chinese or, uh, tacos. You see dudes on bikes and blizzards or delivering food and yeah, Astoria. this shit is crazy to me because there's a taco truck. With Hispanic dudes on it, and not saying like you need to be the same race as the food you don't make. act like it don't help. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying the same race as the food has, you make. It adds a level of authenticity to it. It, it helps, it, but it just does. But like, 
I, I hear Paul Hooper, shout out Paul, uh, all we do is talk about food in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I mean, like, he doesn't swear by it, but he was just like, it's not as trash as you would think it is. Yeah. Uh, this has been a walking tour of Astoria. Well, there, my spots, my spots, were, my spots <laughs> right. were further from y'all. Because yeah, you lived. Where on I was the, living, like, so I had over. a chicken spot that was really good. Uh, they had really good, these little weird, little really good uh, pie desserts. But I had an a, I had a Chinese place that was like literally right around the corner from me. I used to eat there about three times a week. That shit was so good. A lot of MSG. Oh, Cage uh, of Sparkle has MSG. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I can't mess with any of that. Really? You know, Lay's went back to MSG, and I've ri- I, I've written them off. Make you so feel you go bad? with Uts now. Uts. Uts is also. I only uh, fuck with us for pretzels. Uts is also like most potato chip companies have gone back to MSG. It's kind of hard to 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 match that that whole 2013, 2014, 2015 flavor blast movement. Yeah, yeah, the blasts. Yeah, yeah. so everything got flavor blasted, and now it's just like I got to make regular potato chips that taste like yeah. chicken wing sauce because goofy people want to eat dumb shit with yeah. their sandwiches. Yeah, you know what else got flavor blasted? Goldfish crackers. Yep. They got blasted. Yep. Yeah, there's they're, a bunch of them. How about you make too. the original ones taste like cheddar? If we're going to make <laughs> cheese crackers, yeah. make them like we'll no, The original goldfish taste. Almost like cheddar and salt to the point where you want another one because you're like, I almost got flavor in that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah, it tastes like nothing. Goldfish didn't taste like yeah. nothing. Exactly. Yeah, just you, just no, carbs. You get some it cheese. Just tastes, it just tasted like carbs. If carbs had a taste, it was yeah. goldfish. Okay, so everybody who's listening, if you remember that joke about Chinese food where you feel full and then 30 minutes later you're hungry again, that is an allergic reaction to MSG. Congratulations. <laughs> it's in all your shit now. <laughs> so when you eat a bag of potato chips and you feel tight in your clothes like you feel weird it's your body having an allergic reaction to monosodium glutamate because we are not allowed to uh process that but Our, it's, it's not going to kill you like people thought it's not going to kill no, well, that's why they, that's why they start putting it back in your food in mass yeah it turns out it's not going to kill you but it could be cancerous because it still is a chemical oh well there's a lot of chemicals i mean you're, you're, putting, lady, <laughs> you're putting lady deodorant on uh, but it's chemical it's free lady chemical. De- it's, chem- it's chemical free lady what is deodorant. it made out of fucking raspberries it's, it's, it's pretty much it's a, it's like 45% crystal it's just yogurt <laughs> it's just me rubbing crystal just rubbing on yogurt on your arm yeah <laughs> crystal crystal yogurt and uh, <laughs> and sugar packets right sugar water purple <laughs> sugar water and of course purple, purple. and of course that damn purple. monosodium glutamate man they putting it in everything Wait, yeah. Any other emails? No, no, no other emails. Thank uh, you guys by the way, so much. when I worked at the Pittsburgh Improv in 2003 with Jake Johansson, my my friend Jake Johansson, friend. Uh, here was the here was what was remarkable about that weekend. First of all, the weekend it's a Thursday through Sunday, and they put the feature in a different hotel than the headliner. The feature is outside Pittsburgh. They put you like a few Hilarious. miles outside the city. Do you have to go through the tunnel to get in? You're in the you're through the tunnel already. I think. Okay. Well, actually, maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. Maybe you go through the tunnel to get to the club. But it's a cheaper hotel, and you're the feature. So you don't get to, like, you know, have breakfast with the headliner. You know what I mean? Um, I rolled into town. I remember this. Got to the hotel room. Got a call from Chad Heft. And he was like, you see what's going on in New York? I said, what? I turned on the TV. Blackout. That was that summer where they had, like, a oh, four-day yeah. blackout in New York. Um, Pizza Palace must have been devastated. But <laughs> that night. Jake Johansson opens his set with about six minutes of material about the blackout, which just happened at like 3.30 in the afternoon. And it's great. And then we do the week. He does that chunk every night. Several months later, I'm watching Letterman. 
Jake Johansson comes out. He was on Letterman like 40 plus times. And he did the blackout chunk. A couple slight tweaks, maybe a little shorter because the set is shorter. So he wrote a Letterman set that afternoon. (laughs) There was a blackout in New York, and he was like, oh, all right, I'm going to write some jokes about that. And basically that exact set was on Letterman. Who we're trying to tell you is Shake Johansson's a great comic. He's a machine. He's a beast. Who I taught how to do black man uh, dap the other night. Yeah, well, he's going to have a chunk about that now. He probably will. Letterman's going to bring his show back to have Shake Johansson back on. Just to do a chunk about black man. Just to do that. Just got a Mark Twain. A black man teaching you how to to do uh, dap. Because, you know, we all sometimes take what happened that day and just kind of open our set with like a couple quick jokes about it. But it's just like a throwaway. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, that can be actually part of your your act. Part of your act. Uh, you but want to apply your mind to it. Yeah, you that's Pittsburgh that? Improv. You are really playing with that little dog. Nah, this dog's fucked. <laughs> uh, oh, shout out Mike Eltringham, a.k.a. Mike James, a.k.a. one of the OGs. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. pre-puppet. Pre-puppet. Um, he, has a, he has a web series that he shot and wrote uh, called uh, Mike Works From, or called Works From Home. Yeah. Uh, it comes out, it should be coming out soon. It is funny as fuck. Are you in it? Uh, I did. I did some of it. Um, he pretty much enlisted a bunch of people to come in. Uh, Mike works from home. He has uh, Jessica Brockens in it. I'm in it. Uh, I, Herbie did some some voiceover stuff because you know Herbie has to do yeah voiceover stuff. He's got the voice for it. Yeah. Um. And it's like this. It's uh because he works from home now. So like it's this dude who is pretty much trying to. Uh, fill his hours by doing the least amount of work ever. Right. But he works harder at trying not to work. Yeah. Than actual work. Okay. Uh, so he always gets himself in crazy situations. And um, I am uh, I play uh, a, the doorman from the building next door, who's doing the same exact thing. And I just come over, and me and Mike get into some crazy shit. Jessica Brockens is his land, his Russian landlord. It's it's weird and it's super funny and. Uh, He's uh he's putting some time in it. So it was like like web series like seven eight minute episodes or uh I think it's shorter than that. Yeah yeah it's real quick gets to the joke gets out Pete's in it Pete Playdell's in it. Oh, okay. Uh, Everyone from DC. Yeah pretty much. Uh he plays a delivery dude who gets caught up because Mike says he makes the best lunch and we all have a he he just puts on a a, a cooking competition in his living room instead of doing work. And then the delivery guy comes with some food, and he was just like, "You're the contestant who gets to taste all the food and judge." Right? Uh, it's it's stupid and super fun. All right. all right, Mike works from home. Give it in. Give it in again. Mike, Mike works. From Mike, home? Mike works from home. Is it on? Where's it at? Uh, it's post production, so it should be finished soon. Okay. Follow Mike on uh, all his social media. Mike Eltringham, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Mike works from home. He's probably probably worked on this while he was supposed to be doing his job. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably, probably wrote this script while <laughs> working from home. So meta. <sighs> it is meta. Let's get into some shit. You know, Trump uh, celebrated Halloween by body shaming children and assaulting their parents. Well, the parents were in the media, so. Well, I mean, also, you got to stay on brand. I mean, they deserved it. <laughs> you got to stay on brand. <laughs> At least he didn't grope any of the kids. Yeah, yeah well, you, you, that we know of. You're going to yeah. break character? Don't break character. <laughs> if you were in the media covering the White House, would you bring your child around no. Donald Trump? No, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. I remember when uh, mine was at um, the daycare that she was at when she was little, little. The governor at the time, the one who went to jail, 
right. Virginia. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. He was supposed to visit her daycare, and they were like, "If you can, if you could take pictures, could you sign here?" And I was like, "No, nope. <laughs> I don't want her. I don't want her being photographed anywhere. And do not let him allow him to photograph my daughter." <laughs> you know. So here's how that they had a they had a thing at the White House, like a briefing. On Friday, the children of the White House press corps were invited to join their parents at work and celebrate Halloween at the White House. As expected, things got really awkward really fast. After the usual briefing with White House press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Modoc Sanders. <laughs> the, are you Modoc this year? I'm Modoc every day. I'm Modoc every day. The kids were invited to meet with the president in the Oval Office. So they brought their kids to work, and then the invite gets extended while they're there. It's one of those things where you walk them around and people give them candy. Yeah. Do you kids want to meet the president? Right. And I wonder if anyone was like, no. No. You know, <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, so they went and sat down in the Oval Office, stood around the desk at the Oval Office, uh, and Trump goes, I cannot believe the media produced such beautiful children. This is while the kids are present. Okay. Well, I mean... You can kind of let that one go. Okay, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we can kind of we can kind of let that there's one. A, there's a Batman there. There's a Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Uh, some other random things. Are they going to dance to R2-D2? Nobody like black. The they're all white, which is probably why he believes they're beautiful. Yeah, the, the, and there's no... Um, well, I don't know. I can't. You can't really see what all the costumes are. I can't believe the media producer is beautiful. Okay, we can kind of let that one go. That's a shot at the parents. It's not nothing to do at the ch- at the kids. He thinks the kids are beautiful. Wow, that's well, that's a scary outfit, huh? So who are you? There's a witch. Wow, that is a. Come on over here, honey. Come on right over here. Oh we'll no! Right don't over. go over there. Don't go over there, kid. Yeah, Jesus. I cannot believe the media produced such beautiful children. How the media did this, I don't know. Come on over here. Okay, so he he thinks he's giving the media a compliment. That's fine. That's yeah, he's kind of like not that bad of a line. Giving him a hard time. We're, yeah. It's all fun kind of right. thing. And there's kids around, so he's kind of in you a know, good he's mood. He's saying that the kids are beautiful. That's actually not that bad of a line. <laughs> Wouldn't be the line I would use, but okay. Right, yeah, but you know, you see where he's going. Where the moms and dads? Come on over here. Come on right here. Do you know who they are? Huh? Do you know who they are? They're the friendly media. The he's talking to the children right now. Now he's going to, now he's <laughs> extending the bit out too long. Yeah, he's talking What's to the It's a kids? common problem for a new comedian. He's riffing. <laughs> <laughs> he's riffing. And another thing about the media. Press. That's the press. Are you crying? Come here, sweetheart. Okay? The kid was crying? Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Did he tell her that she knew what she signed up for? <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Beautiful. <laughs> She's Japanese. I'm going to be Japanese in Japan. Press? In two weeks. I'll be in Japan. Huh? You know that? That's beautiful. These are beautiful, wonderful children. Okay. Oh, you're going to grow up to be like your parents? Mm. <laughs> Don't answer. That can only get me in trouble, that question. Yeah. So he's still not doing too parents, bad. Right? No, he's being like the. Like a grandfatherly type, you know. Still not doing too bad. Kind of teasing the kids, you know, like old people do. So Halloween is special? Special? For you, that's a very scary outfit, huh? Everybody's scared of it. That's very scary. You all having a good time? What is this? Oh. Well, I don't think...
Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has just brought something over to him. Is yeah. that candy? We're not sure, but she Bulldog. she comes over to hand she, something to Trump. She flew over on her hover car. <laughs> she flew over. She, she swooped over. in. And, Can I uh, say I hate this? What? I just the president talking. Because <laughs> Courtney got all quiet. Yeah. Well, you know, Halloween is a time to be scared. <laughs> it's a time to be fearful. I think they want any gifts for candy. Right? Are you ready? So this is from the White House. Look. See what Give that says. Oh, now he's handing out the candy. Nino browning the candy to all the kids. <laughs> Who likes this? Hey, you get a, you clean up, I'll give you a job. Well, you have no weight problems. That's the good news, right? Good. So you take out whatever you need. Okay. okay well, that right there, and that's where you tore your ass. You have no weight problems. You said to a child, you have no weight problems. That's the good news. Um, as he gave the kids boxes of Hershey Kisses, he told one young person, you have no weight problems. That's the good news, right? And that's what was in the box. It was a bunch of Hershey Kisses that Sarah Huckabee Sanders had brought over. Some for your friends, Jacob. We have plenty. Not a good Halloween candy, by the way. Are your friends fat? Don't that, give them your fat friends. That is a <laughs> Valentine's Day candy. Hershey Kisses? Yeah, it's not a good Halloween candy. They're just delicious, though. But they're <laughs> small. You can put it, you get a handful of them. You know. Maybe. Uh, Kisses to me are as a Valentine's Day candy, not a Halloween it? candy. I don't know. I, I think they don't really make like a mini because they're already small. Like they make mini Reese's cups. Yeah, they make mini Kit Kats for Halloween. I wonder if they do make. Did they make like a Halloween pack of Kisses of like a variety? I've pack never or seen it, and I have a child, so I'm. They should. That's what they're missing out. Yeah, because they're they're in pumpkin flavor. They got they have pumpkin, pumpkin flavor. Pumpkin flavor. Do they? Yeah. Are they like the are they like the little cream like the candy corn ones? I don't eat those. Hmm. I like the little the little candy corn pumpkins. I like those. I think I've had those. It's just like same thing. No, they 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 just taste different. They just taste like sugar. Like why do people hate candy corn so much? It's sugar. Because people because somebody somewhere decided that candy corns were nasty. Probably because yeah. there was a lot of them, and some hipster decided that they weren't nice. And yeah. Everybody just kind of went with it. Just like just like the pies we're going to talk about in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so how does the press treat you? <laughs> I bet they, you get treated better by the press than anybody in the world, right? Huh? I think so. I see. You. Anyway, well, congratulations, folks. Uh, he threw the congratulations for what? He threw the anyway, and that, that's how you know he's fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I've, I used all my material. So what else? What else we got here? What, uh, what else? else is going on in the world? Does the press treat you better than... <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you. You did a good job. Here you did a good job. I wouldn't say you did very well here, but Can't really beautiful children. How are you? How are you? Can't let it go. It's just I when like you when you wow. when you hear him do this and then you think of Barack Obama doing this. He's oh, just God. yeah, he's forced. <laughs> he's very forced. He doesn't if he if he doesn't want to be around them because he yeah. he's awkward. Then just don't bring them in. Well, you have to bring them around because you got to get that photo op so people can go see. He's he's a normal. Uh, he likes children. Trying to humanize the guy who's not human. Yeah, you know, like he doesn't have that gear. Just let him be the weirdo that he is. You know, you don't have to set this up. It's all awkward for the kids now. I, mean, I guess they got candy. They're happy. What color is that? Is that purple? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thank you. All right.
right, we're done. We're done, guys. We're done here. Let's, right, let's get out of here before he starts here. grabbing on people. Right this way, kids. Right this way. Here's a picture of his giant inauguration crowd on the way out, kids. Look at that. Maybe not so much. Have a good time, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful children. All right. I hope you kids grow up to uh, to live in a world that's not uh, decimated by nuclear holocaust. <laughs> Which is coming, by the way. As soon as I saw that uh, Mueller was coming up with indictments, I was like, the war's coming. Well, I guess by there's going to be a war. By the time announced. this goes up, we'll know what yeah. that's about. We're we're at war probably right now. Well, it could be nothing indictments. I mean, they don't have to be. This round might not be anything uh, earth shattering. You know, remember when uh, Comey was going to give testimony and like fucking line people were lining up at bars all over D.C. for this right. bombshell to drop, and it was <laughs> nothing. <laughs> People are like, oh my God, just, people are taking off work to watch Comey testify. And he was like, it was nothing. There was no story there. Nothing major. No. So this time around, I'm tempering my uh, anticipation. But by the time this podcast goes up, maybe we'll be at war. <laughs> maybe Trump will have the war of distraction that he always wanted. That's what it's all about. Maybe, I knew that was coming. Maybe by the time this podcast goes up, a real bomb will drop in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, a bomb sound effect. That's a reference to Monday's episode. There which you go. Many you, of you did not hear. You freeloaders. <laughs> freeloaders. You gotta, you gotta bait them. You gotta bait them in the pain. Get, yeah, get, get behind that paid wall. You know, maybe so, there's like a. Know, we give them a couple things free every now and then to let them know it's behind this yeah. paywall. You know. Was that a cannon? <laughs> <laughs> it says bomb on YouTube. It's the same one we used the other day. Um, I don't know what that's all about. Ugh, this fucking guy. Let's talk about pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. Okay, <laughs> all right. This is a this is a divisive issue. We've Why are you trying this, to divide the country? We've had this discussion before. You're dividing the country. <laughs> Somebody said, Bernie, does pussy taste like pumpkin pie? I don't know. Oh, I ain't never had, had no pumpkin pie. <laughs> Kick it. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Revisionist history. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so a guy, a guy shot a hilarious video that uh, I posted on my page because uh, Dominic White posted it to me because I prefer pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie. That does not mean that I won't eat sweet potato pie. I will. I just prefer pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie, which means that I'm not black. So I've started the hashtag, I'm still black. Right. So crazy. I have posted things that I'm still black. I've never drank in a 40. I'm still black. You've never had a 40? Never drank a 40. I'm still black. Uh, old Mike B said he don't like hot sauce. Hashtag I'm still black. Oh, man. It's the crazy thing. Like, I don't got to live up to your bullshit stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like hot sauce. I'm still black. So hot I sauce. I eat vegetables. I'm still black. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not eat chitlins. I eat vegetables. This I'm is the funny black. part because all my family members post videos or post pictures of them. Uh, like cooking no and they, they put a plate they put their plate on on instagram and this plate beige than a motherfucker <laughs> all beige everything no yeah i got corn i got motherfucking potatoes i got stuffing <laughs> and then i got a bunch of meat and you're like Yo. <laughs> you ain't got no vegetables <laughs> there's no variety <laughs> how you got macaroni and cheese stuffing and corn and uh mashed potatoes all in the yeah. same plate this started the boston a- market this started yeah, an exactly avalanche right. on my on my wall amongst the usual suspects, the Dominic Rivera's, the, the usual right. suspects coming in and uh, dissing the uh, soup, the pumpkin pie. But it's it needs to be said though, you're pumpkin not pie. saying 
sweet potato pie is disgusting. No. It's no, good. I'm just, I you will eat it. pumpkin pie. It's just a preference. It's a ranking. Oh, yep. Because yeah, some people will pumpkin say. Pumpkin one, sweet potato two. Because I've seen some people, some black people, act like pumpkin pie is disgusting. Like, you right. don't have to do that. If right. you say, I prefer sweet potato pie, don't be like, who fuck eats pumpkin pie? Yeah. You know it's not disgusting. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's still the same. Put some whipped cream on top of it. Yeah. What? It's, they, the, the flavors are similar. <laughs> right. They are similar. Sweet potato is just a little bit more sweeter. Yeah. A lot more sweeter, actually. But it's just some of the, a lot of the spices, the same yeah. spices. Yeah. So my father chimed in <laughs> and said, uh, I eat neither pumpkin nor sweet potato. I'm still black. <laughs> to which I said to Dominic, here's my daddy. What you got to say now? <laughs> well, how did that happen? How did he eat neither? Like that's He doesn't eat neither one of those pies. He doesn't like the particular- Apple that, pie. Oh, apple. Okay, I was going to say. He's going to be a- <laughs> either one I don't of mess pie. with apple pie. I don't like berry pie. Apple Only two pie. kinds of pies I'll eat. My dad likes berry pies. Uh, like your father apple pie, apple and pumpkin pie. Right. This is your father or Apple pie and sweet potato pie. I'll eat <laughs> gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat pumpkin pie, but like- is there not? Is is this the only pie we got? Okay, just listen to okay, me. Okay, so you do pumpkin pie is a seasonal pie. This is the this is the pumpkin pie time. Right. right. I don't eat pumpkin pie in the spring or in the summer. Right. I eat key lime pie then. What about it's cool pecan pie? <laughs> no, it's too sweet. There's a lot of sweet. There's that it's, whole layer of it's sweet, too sweet on yeah. top. No. It's too sweet. I actually like I actually like the taste, but I can't I pecan can't get the pecan. whole piece. What are we doing? It's too sweet. I I, I don't know. I say it different Peca- every time. We say I say pecan, pecan in Texas. Pecan man. You well, some people say pecan. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's awful good pecan. pecan pie. I think I switch it up. I, no matter, it just depends pecan on the pie. day. I don't like I don't like pecan pie, pecan pie. I don't like you don't uh, like it because that's too sweet. Seasonal, right? People Most berry pies. No, pecan pies is served all the time in Texas. Is it really? I thought it was like all a Christmas thing. It's you go to Luby's and it's right there. The desserts. Well, like yeah, pecan apple. Those are the round the cl- uh, right. year round. Yeah, pies. I somehow found fell up on key lime pie for my spring and summer pies. Yeah, key lime pie because they're cool. Um, I mean, there's chocolate pie. People don't, don't really never had it. I'm a fan of chocolate. I'll chocolate everything. <laughs> <laughs> so put chocolate on anything. I'll 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 be a fan of that. That ranks every above above everything everything else. But the like I don't. Sweet potato pie is seasonal, also, right? Like it is. I don't know. I would. I don't eat it, so I don't. I don't know if it, it is, is or it's yeah. not. I would assume it is if it's if it's well, right like up there. Kind of like right up there with pumpkin. What are they gourds? Gourds? Yeah, they? gourd season. That's yeah. fall. Gourd. That's season what I'm saying. So like pumpkin pies. That's like pumpkin spice has to be unveiled when UGG boots. Like pumpkin pie and UGG yeah. boots come out at the same time. Speaking of UGG boots. Uh, Apparently, Rod's bought a pair of UGG boots. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> it's changed his life. I saw that. He's a new man. He kicked them up. He would kick. He kicked yeah. them up at lunchtime he's the other day. I was like, his feet do look kind of comfortable. He's on that pumpkin spice line. He did have me thinking about. My feet get too hot. My feet get too hot for that. My feet get too hot for that. Those boots look like. It looks like uh, something's wrong with your feet. <laughs> like they don't have the shape of a foot. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they just look, look like, like a wedge. <laughs> it's like you're a wedge of foam. It doesn't look like anything. They're shapeless, you know? I don't know. Are they comfortable? I've never, according to Tom Brady, they are. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, but Tom Brady's comfortable with a lot of things he shouldn't be. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and according to Rod, Rod's on it. Rod is living his pumpkin spice life, which apparently he got turned on to by Chris Lambert. All right. Well, uh, Chris Lambert. I enjoy consumer. pumpkin spice. Chris Lambert is our uh, quest love. <laughs> that's true we're just like how the fuck can you consume all of the things all yeah. of this how do you know all of the things dog 
You still get on stage. You got a job. How the fuck do you know all the things? Acting. Yeah, you know all the things. He's he's he is pursuing and getting it's serious acting work. All the new music. All the new video games. Video games, music, anything that happens. And if you don't, and it's crazy because if you bring up something to Chris that he doesn't know, like that he doesn't know. He will immediately consume all of it. And the next time you talk to him, you're just like, wow, you're an expert in this. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. You're an expert in that too now. Cool. Cool, You got me buying a PlayStation 4. Yeah. It's going to be my Christmas present to myself. Uh, I was like, I think I'm going to get back into gaming. Oh, you need to go get a PlayStation 4. Shalewa just did. Yeah, he'll tell you everything every game again. (laughs) Shalewa just did his podcast. and there's a there's a group Saint Vincent that just came out with an yeah, album. Yeah, that's that's his shit. Yeah, that's, that's and, Chris's shit. And I was just like, I saw her, and I was just like, oh, how was the podcast? And she was like, great. And I was just like, how much of it did you spend talking about Saint Vincent? And she was like, mm, probably about an hour and a half. <laughs> that's all. And I was just like, yeah, that's longer than their discography. What the. <laughs> Saint Vincent is really that one girl, Annie Clark. Yeah, it's her. He's and all white. The he's, band around her. He's all yeah. white starlets. Yeah, she's like a petite white girl. Yeah, he's yeah. all white starlets. Chris is all white starlets. She's a great guitar player. Yeah, and he loves white weird. starlets. A little weird. Yeah, music's a little weird. I mean, that's right up Shalewa and Chris's uh, alley. I think she's from Texas. It's right up so the there alley. You go. There you go. A lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of pecan pie in our past. Yeah. So listen, people, start using the hashtag. I'm still black. Let me know some of the things you don't do. <laughs> hashtag at three guys on. Hashtag I'm still black. So I don't uh, drink Hennessy. Oh shit, that's no, a don't. good one. Hashtag I'm still black. I drink wine. It's all red wine. No Hennessy. Oh, hashtag okay. I'm still black. Yeah, that's kind of a that's Anything kind of a white girl come out? thing. Hmm? I never played dominoes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I know the game. I've just never played. I'm still black. Hmm. I've watched it being played. I've never sat down and played. Mm. I'm still black. I think that's I think that's my biggest thing right now. No, I mean I don't smoke, so there's no black amounts of cigars. Okay. There's no Hennessy. I love hot sauce. Uh, I don't eat hot sauce either, but that never felt like anything to me. Like I have to say, I'm still I'm still black. <laughs> I got. I bet. You, I, I think I got a lot of. No I think I found out that I grew up. I don't like ham hocks. I found out I grew up blacker than uh, a lot of my friends did. Yeah. And I thought because I had like this diverse group of friends because of having military parents and shit like that. Uh, then my stepdad came in a picture and I think he pro he, he black, he, he blackened, he blackened me up more blackened than I thought I did. More, yeah. Cause this shit. Or I'll, I'll bring up like everybody's seen Fat Beach, right? We all remember Brian Hooks. <laughs> we all remember Brian Hooks, and people were just like, "Bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." I've seen Fat Beach. Yeah, we all see, seen Fat Beach. Every, we all seen. It's like it's like I always talk that about like a bunch of terrible things. movie, and it's just like a, a, a lot of the times the people I'm hanging out with are just like, "Nah, man, that's too black for me. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. That terrible. You're too movie. black, Courtney. Or, just, uh, what was that just, bus movie, Ride? <sighs> yeah, I mean, there was, a, there was a lot of bus movies at that Ride time. Ride had Luke in it. Yeah, Ride had Malik Yoba. Yoba. Yep. I never saw Ride. That Latin chick that was cute uh, who was on MTV. I had, had Fredro Star as Fredro a skateboarder. Star. Latin chick on MTV. Was that Daisy Fuentes? No. Yeah. That was no, another was one. Daisy? Okay. That was another one. Idalis? Uh, it was Idalis. Idalis De Leon. Yeah, it was Idalis. Okay, I thought she was black. Yeah. She's black Latin. Idalis. <laughs> yeah. She Idalis. black Latino? Idalis De Leon. She was in it. Uh... Fredro, what's that little girl's name that was in it? Laura from uh, Family oh, Matters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, I don't remember her name, her real they, name. They offered Chris Rock that movie. He told him, get the fuck out of his face. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He tells a story about that. He was like, they offered me this movie about a rapper bus. I was like, that's the best shit you got to offer me, rapper bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got he got Lethal Weapon 4. Good they for wrote him. wrote part okay. Lethal Weapon 4. Good for him for not that. doing rapper bus. Yeah. He was like, that's the best thing you got for me. He was supposed to be the Malik Yoba character, I think. Uh, now, Malik Yoba it was better. Remember when everybody was explaining away uh, his ashy lips his is ashy a disease. Lips? Yeah. <laughs> that shit was great. <laughs> the eczema. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he got he got he got something wrong with his face. So, got, <laughs> uh, so yeah, John Witherspoon was in it, Cedric the Entertainer was in it, Malik Yoba was in it, Fredro Starr, Sticky Fingers, all the Onyx was in it. I Dallas DeLeon, oh, definitely Dallas. in it. Guy Tory was in it. The Lady of Rage. Oh, I didn't I forgot that. The only thing I know her from is is oh, that shit. Fridays? D'Artagnan Edmonds, shout out, R.I.P. D'Artagnan Edmonds? D'Artagnan, yeah. D'Artagnan Edmonds. was a comic. Yeah. Hmm. He was also in, uh, D'Artagnan was in. Um, a bunch of those B, a bunch of those black B movies. What was the one with LL and Gabrielle Union where they hired him to, to they hired him to, uh, to basically occupy her and get her away from her sister's. Oh, uh, say, deliver us from Eva. Right, D'Artagnan was the was the youngest sister's boyfriend. The last movie he did. Yeah, and he passed away after that. Yeah, I think he was a comic from DC. I think he was. He was because uh, he said, "You know what? You know why? Because he had one of the. Where did you find this big ass Bama? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He in um what movie? You uh, didn't know D'Artagnan. He, he was, was in. Two, he was in. He was in. No. He was in. He was an episode of Martin. He was in a thin line between love and hate, and then one of my favorite roles. I could see him because he was down with Martin. Yeah, he was, he was in that movie Tripping. Uh, yeah. with with uh, with Bud from um, Cosby Show and Donald Faison and Guy Torrey, and they were three loser high school friends. And he would play one of the drug dealers, and he uh, he they had a Jonah. Him and Guy Torrey had a Jonah session in that movie, and. He was so DC in that shit. It was so funny because he was like, uh, uh, their car broke down and he was like, I know why your car broke, nigga. <laughs> and then he was like, because every time your black ass get out, the old light come on, nigga. <laughs> ah, that shit was so funny. Wasn't he in um, Talking Dirty After Dark? Ooh, he, he one probably of the was. Wasn't he one of the comedians in that? He probably was. It doesn't go back that far. <laughs> Probably he, not. I think he was down with Martin because they were both from D.C. He was part of that crew like Martin and Fat Doctor and Chappelle. Yeah, and, that era. And he passed. Uh, this, is how, this is how you know, know uh, call it. D'Artagnan was a diehard, was a D.C. dude because he's a diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, Black D.C. A lot of those. <laughs> Black D.C. A lot of the, uh, especially when the rivalry was big, you'd see mm-hmm. a lot of that shit. Yeah. You'd see a lot of, uh, I thought, I remember like growing up, like some of it was a little bit of, not necessarily trolling, but the Redskins were so huge mm-hmm. that if you didn't like the Redskins, you would push back extra. Well, I know a lot and of so, black people did like because the Redskins were the last team to integrate. Right. I, I mean, I mean, they can be fans. I'm talking yeah, about super fans. But I guess fans. later as it got older. I'm talking about like the super fans, like the fucking right. car with the star painted on it. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like walking around with cowboy hats. Like, what are you doing? You don't. There's no cowboy hats around here. But it was like that pushback, like the Redskins were... Everywhere, everything was your, about the Redskins. You get your, you get your, you get your Caprice Classic painted in the colors. <laughs> yes, like there, yeah, you see. Yeah, that uh, we've all seen the the blue and white Caprice Classic with the silver rims. Yeah, 
the one that looks like the cop car. Yeah, you got not the, the boxy Caprice classic. The, the, the players, the, the players, the, round body. the players, like no, the round body one. But there's the boxy of, one is the players' ball for Caprice classic. There's a lot of cowboy fans. Like Chad Heft is a cowboy fan. Like how the fuck did that happen? There's a lot of pushback against the Redskins. Yeah, I guess Chad was mad because they were the last team to integrate Chad football. Chad was woke. <laughs> you know what? If I'm Chad, I'm that's my revisionist story. I'm like, oh no, I just saw the writing on the wall. I was woke, man. Like you know, even when I was say, seven years old, I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. I got like the Cowboys. There's a lot of that. This week is Cowboys week, actually, for the Redskins. There's a yeah. lot of that fucking yeah. People posting pictures of themselves in their cowboy jerseys. By now, you've already heard it. They are the one or loss. Yeah. I'll try to find out how he died. It doesn't say how D'Artagnan died. I don't know. Hopefully, it wasn't drugs. Did you guys hear about the, was it the Clemson student body vice president? Yeah, speaking of Lambeth, he brought it to my attention. He and I had a discussion about it. Go ahead and set the story up, and I'll tell you what Chris and I thought. the article. Um, Clemson. Clemson's black student government VP impeached Blank, but you're blick. (laughs) But you're blick. Blickman. Impeached after pledge protest and and the misconduct allegations. Which only came up after the after he after the play. This is not the national anthem. This is the Pledge of Allegiance, which I sat for in high school. If you're a if you're a Jehovah's Witness, you don't have to stand. Yeah, no one has to stand though. You're there are eight hundred thousand Jehovah's Witnesses in this country. Stand that don't for the stand Pledge of up. Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, for liberty indivisible. and indivisible, indivisible, <laughs> indivisible, individual, <laughs> for liberty and justice for all. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. To that last part, oh yeah. And also, the under God part was added in the fifties. That wasn't part of it originally. Uh, Clemson University Student Senate has voted to impeach the student government's vice president, a black man who recently refused to stand during the Pledge of Allegiance. Student Senator Miller Hoffman, that sounds like some racist shit, Miller Hoffman introduced the resolution (laughs) to impeach Jaron Stewart, citing a leaked document describing alleged misconduct. Hoffman denied that the motion was motivated by Stewart's pledge protest or his race. Clemson, in South Carolina... Says its student body is 83% white and 7% African American. The vote to impeach Stewart was 40 to 18. The vote was made by a secret ballot during the meeting Monday while Stewart was out of town and couldn't mm-hmm. speak on his behalf. Oh, they, they set him up. Of course they did. The vote sets up a closed door impeachment trial to determine whether Stewart should be removed from office, during which he'll be able to defend himself. However, any senator who reveals details of the proceedings will also face impeachment according to the student newspaper, the Clemson Tiger. So that you can't, you're not going to find out any real details. Stewart and other students sat through the pledge at a student government meeting on September 25th in solidarity with NFL players protesting police brutality and racial oppression. So all they did was sit during the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. not the national anthem. What's the misconduct? They don't have the misconduct. They don't say what the misconduct is? That's what it is. They're offended. How dare this nigger? Yeah, sit during sit during the thing. Chris felt like he didn't want kids to protest anymore because they're getting too much blowback, as opposed like the the kid the cheerleaders that knelt. Yeah, at um that university. Yeah, and stuff. I actually disagree with that. I I feel like the blowback that he's getting, the blowback that those kids are getting, the blowback that's coming down on them, proves the point of what these of what all of us are saying. It proves the point, and. 
There are just some things you have to stand for. Well, it certainly blows out of the water the uh, you make a lot of money, so stand argument. Right. Because you can't throw that at them now. Right. Because they're high school kids. Right. They're college students. High school kids, college students. You know, this country has allowed you to make millions. Right. Well, not if you're in a little league. Not if you're in a little league or you know? you're going to Clemson University. Right. You know, if you had all these problems with him with all these things before, why were they why are they only being said now? Because well, you're lying. Then this is that same thing of why you got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. <laughs> I don't fuck with South Carolina. You're lying. All. You know. <laughs> I, I but that's that thing of where are his allies? Since where are the, the where are the white people? Well, fifty five percent of white folks think that they're being discriminated against. How many of those people grade. are are those that's like, all the South Carolina yeah I know they're the whole 55% it's, it's all the South Carolina <laughs> it's just South Carolinians it's all yeah. South South Carolina was the first place that I've North ever Carolina experienced South. racism yeah. what happened it was growing up Myrtle to, Beach it was growing up to kids no yeah on Myrtle Beach because uh-huh. we, we yeah, that's where I got managed out Goose, Myrtle Beach. Goose Goose Creek right outside of Charleston yeah uh, one was um, the dude across the street from us uh, me and the kid who lived next to me who's a Marine now uh, he's Native American uh and another kid from the neighborhood were playing ball and the ball goes over this dude's fence and we just knocked on his door and was just like hey sir uh very respectful kids all our parents were military uh hey sir our ball went over your fence we wanted to know if we can get it he like walks away for a minute and comes back and was like i don't see your ball we were like but it um, you're a grown-up so we can't argue okay yeah and then he had like this big ass pickup truck and like the next day he had that big long antenna and our ball was on his antenna Mm -hmm. oh Uh, like impaled on it yeah 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 and he like put our ball on the antenna and then like the same thing uh like like the child was just like like son called me a nigger Mm. and then uh you like knock on the door and you're like hey this is what your son called me and he's just like okay uh brandon come in the house and then I was it. <laughs> it Don't literally, those literally, literally like the door. He high fives the kid as he walks Holding the door open. And then like later on, the kid was right back outside. It was just like, don't play with me no more. Okay. Hmm. I remember we were kids in Texas and um, we were at uh, Troy's house. I remember about 10, 10 or 11. I was about 11. And uh, this, this white kid whose parents were in the military just hollered nigger at Troy. I remember Troy Troy and, and Troy and the kid got to a fight. Troy kicked that kid's ass. And then the kid ran home. Then the kid came back. The kid's parents came back to uh, my aunt's house to to start that shit. And uh <laughs> my aunt was like, Well, your son your son is the one who called him nigger. I said, just you get off my porch. <laughs> I said, You get off my porch. We gotta go. Yeah, and they they hustled off the porch. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. The first time I was ever called was by a Mexican kid coming back from Germany. I was about 10. <laughs> you know, because I grew up military bases. You didn't really get a lot of that on military bases. You didn't get any of that on military bases because it's such a melting pot. South Carolina, you would. Yeah, well, my little brother was born in South Carolina, but then we immediately left. Shitty I was place. five. We immediately left, went to Germany. Any state where the backbone of that state was... Also slavery? Just, <laughs> nah, nah, not even the slavery. Like the backbone of that state was pretty much built on. I mean, if we free them, they're yeah. going to quote unquote Africanize yeah. uh, white people. Yeah. What does that even fucking mean? They're going to get back at us for all the stuff we did to them. All right. That's, so you, you that's the weird thing because people are like, oh, there's nothing bad happened. It wasn't that bad and all that. But there's this interfere like they're going to retaliate. South Carolina was one of the last places to let go. 
Yeah. Heavy slave port city. Fuck that. Place. Texas is the last place. Well, oh, of course, Juneteenth. Juneteenth. But yeah, but that's why I said yeah. South Carolina was like one of the last the places to be. The greatest blackish episode I've South seen Carolina, so far. South Carolina was probably the ones char- leading that charge to Texas yeah. with all their <laughs> fucking slaves. Well, Chris felt like he he didn't want this kid to be fucked up moving forward in his career, but I'm like, that's that's how they get us. That we're not. I mean, say if he's our, if he's going to Clemson, he'll be fine. Yeah. Well, there was a story that. The kid in high school who had the kid, the chair kicked off from under him. Yeah, again, do we know if that kid was Jehovah's Witness? For sitting during the pledge. Don't stand for the pledge. So do we know if that kid's Jehovah's Witness? And where would that child think, where would that child think that that was okay, that he could do that to another Well, here's what it is. He doesn't, my thing is he doesn't have to be Jehovah's Witness even. He can just be a kid who's like, I'm not standing for the pledge. Exactly. You're You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. It's well within your rights to do that. But there was an Instagram video. We don't tell people that anymore. We tell them that they have to stand for that. Uh, they're not going to show the video. They're just going to have a little text on the screen. It's a lot of not being able to... It's like a, we don't okay. We don't deal well with no because no one ever gets... Like, like no is a bad word. No, mm-hmm. fuck that. No. Oh, a Winters no. Mill high school student has been disciplined following a classroom incident, which was captured on video that has since gone viral on social media, during which the student kicked the chair out from under another student who was not standing during the Pledge of Allegiance. The video was posted to the student's Instagram account and included the description, quote, some people don't understand how disrespectful it is to sit during the pledge or national anthem and deserves to get their ass kicked. More of y'all need to stand up to these jackasses that sit during the pledge. If you have an issue with what I did today, talk to me about it, not your little buddies behind my back. Hashtag stand the fuck up. Hashtag America. Hashtag dumbass. Hashtag he deserved more. Hashtag bitch. Uh, the pledge is recited during morning announcements at Carroll County Public Schools. However, students are not required to stand for the pledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana Falls, director of student services for the school system, said the student who kicked the chair was disciplined. The Falls declined to comment on the specific punishment. Nothing happened to that kid. Uh, his behavior is unacceptable, on and on and on. So he gets maybe, you know, in school or suspension or something like that for a couple days. Nothing happened. Nothing of consequence. Well, yeah, that's, that's what school punishments are generally. Yeah. Nothing of consequence is going to happen to him. You know, nothing, of, nothing of no real consequence. I mean, it keeps happening. Like those little, the little niggers girls last week. Nothing's really going to happen, right? Because people don't want to punish people who 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 do like that. They don't want to punish racism. Racism is not a deal breaker to these people. The kids at the kids, this kid at Clemson, they're all doing this based strictly on racism. That's the only reason they're doing this. But no one's going to say that again. The script is the script is there. You have to follow the script. I'm not racist. Okay. <laughs> and then sorry if you got offended. All right. <laughs> it's not about that. I know. There's more of the story. Okay. Not everything has to be racism. Uh, no, it's not. Why are you playing a race card? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on that's, the defensive. That's the script. <laughs> that's the <sighs> script. I didn't even think of race when you brought it up. You think, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think <laughs> things are going to get better racially, right? Absolutely. That's dumb. That's all dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, it's the you're script. Mad, you're mad at how I'm reacting to unfair treatment, which is crazy. Right. That's crazy. Right. And you have to react the way I want you to react. You have to react the way I want you to react and stick to, and stick to the script. That's crazy. Because if you don't stick to the script, I'm uncomfortable. Where are we at? Uh, hour eight. Yeah. Hour nine. Let's oh, go get Hour burgers. ten. Are we yeah. eating? Let's go eat. Let's bring this one home. Y'all two can. I, I got to go home. I got a party. Oh, my God.
<laughs> what you doing? Look at us with the busy schedules. <laughs> well, you, you're going back you to D.C., think. right? Yeah, I'm going to go back into the city. Yeah, you so I'm think. going the opposite way. Yeah. You so think. you can map out your uh, lunch situation or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, you got to think. First of all, um, can I get sponsorship from car to go Because, God damn, it's such a good service. What is it? car to go Yeah. What is it, just like an Uber thing? Or? Well, how much is it, first of all? There's different... You just rent the car. You just rent the car. It's uh, 41 cents a minute. If you get the minute rate, it's 15 minutes for an hour, 35 minutes for three hours, 59 for six hours, 79 for a day, 130 for two days. This is just a a short-term car rental then? Yeah. It's a smart car. It's it's two of them parked right outside your house right now. I park one there. Oh, okay. There was another one out there too? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh it's cool that the border is cut off at Arlington for the DMV area. Mm-hmm. So you can take a car from out of the city and it has DC permits in the window. So you can park it on a permanent street in DC yeah. or park it on one of these side streets in Virginia. And you just leave it and walk away and yep, and someone else will come get it at some point. Yep, Interesting. Hmm. Like I'm about to, you, you got a 30 minute window. I'm about to reserve one for maybe an hour and then go eat lunch and chill and it'll cost 15 bucks 15 bucks okay oh, drive crazy. a car to lunch eat lunch go back take a shower what about the I insurances st- and all that it's all covered and I, and if i got time i'm just gonna drive it to the improv what's the gas situation do you have to gas card it? in the car and you get free minutes if you gas if, if you had to be inconvenienced into gassing the car up because it comes out of your time yeah then you uh you get free minutes back it's only and 15 it, bucks for an hour for an hour yeah it's less than a cab if you're gonna, if you know you're just gonna, it do is a quick okay. Let me see. Unlimited miles. Uh, for the package, no. Okay. I mean, because like you can probably drive pretty far in an hour. Yeah. It's fifty miles, but fifty miles in an hour. Yeah, that's fifty miles plenty. is far. Yeah. Yeah. And you're only like twelve miles from. So it's fifteen for an hour. How mm-hmm. much for two? Uh, thirty. Yeah. The only thing is, you got to be seen in a smart car. Oh, I can let that go. That's fine. <laughs> Actually, smart cars are pretty fun. I'm I'm weaving in and out of traffic <laughs> like right. a madman. So like if I wanted to go back to where I'm staying and I took a car, uh, a car service would cost me twenty dollars one way. Yeah, you save okay. five bucks and you got a car for an hour. Mm-hmm. Go get something to eat. You can yeah. <laughs> yeah, they used to they used to do. Uh, what are you just parking on the street and that's that? I just parked it like when I came over here. I just parked it and hopped yeah. out. What's that other car company that does that? Don't they? Have oh, uh, Zipcar. Zipcar. Yeah, but Zipcar, you have to return the car to. Oh, fuck. Nobody that. wants to do that shit. Yeah. Not when the next car to go over there. We can yeah. just leave the car anywhere. So I had I got a Zipcar lot behind my house, but the problem was if I went to IKEA, I bought it for an hour. Yeah. I got to be back and. Yeah, you got to take it back to that lot. Yeah. So now I got to add extra hours for the car, the time right. I'm not even in the car. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where like a a, yeah. a car to go is like if I get out and go in a grocery store, I can get out, go in a grocery store, come back out. If that zip car is there, just get back in it. You know what's yeah. gonna happen? There was a time when you could rent motel rooms by the hour for sex with prostitutes. Yeah. Now you can just get a car to go, yes. and <laughs> sex with prostitutes. Fifteen bucks. I think, yeah. There was an episode of Seinfeld where uh, a car lot was using Kramer's car to have for a pimp was letting prostitutes have sex in the car. But it's it's hourly, so that's a good rate. You get a you get a whore, right? And you're like, well, this car this car's big enough. It's a smart car, but we can fold the seats down. Sit up. Yeah, we can sit up. I I prefer it that way. Yeah, easier on my knees here. Yeah, and then you can just have the the hourly sex in the car to go, and then you can drive her home. Yeah, mm, that's weird. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I want if I want how many people have fucked in the car that you brought over here. Uh, you can <laughs> think about that. First At of least all, first two. Of all, 
<laughs> at least one person being DC. But like the car to go, like windows are real wide, so you got to be a real voyeur to fucking a car to go. Yeah, but it's a small car, so a tarp is cheap. Oh. You just pull, pull a little tarp. I over. feel like that's just too specific. Yeah, I'm just saying. People also, I kind of want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this I car to go is rocking. Don't come and knock it. And on that note, we are out. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. I kind of want to do it. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, people, for coming into the podcast. We want to thank Courtney Farrington for sitting in with us this week. Y'all be sure to check out Thug Passion, Passionate Thugs. Oh, yeah. Can I read off some shit? Yeah, yeah. get them. All right. If you're in New York City, uh, come to uh, Hidden Fences at the Bell House. Uh, shout out Jordan Temple for putting together this crazy-ass play, uh, and I got to be a part of it. Uh, it is the mixture of fences and hidden figures. It's funny as shit. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Also, come to the veteran show here September 11th at the DC Improv. If you live in the DC area, it's two shows: seven thirty, nine forty-five. November 11th. November 11th. Yeah, not September 11th. Did I say? Yeah, mm-hmm. you said September 11th. See, look, it's on my brain. Freudian yeah. slip. We'll never forget. Uh, exactly. Never forget. So, November 11th, come to the Veterans Day show, and then Wednesday, uh, November 8th, go to the Bell House. Is Tim Miller on the Veterans show? He is. Okay. I get to see Tim. I don't. I never get to see Tim. Yeah, he's, he's always raising a daughter. Gotta raise a daughter. Uh, and that is, oh, and if you, well, you guys won't be here. Uh, I run a show called Butterscotch. You guys are both welcome to come Butterscotch? Up. Yeah. You guys what are both welcome that? to come up on Thursday, first Thursday of every month. Hmm. This is up. like Irish butter, though. Yeah. Like real butter. Yeah. Yeah, that and real that margarine butter. Margarine scotch. Uh, come to Butterscotch and, and Thug Passion and all the things. We may have to work that up. Come up on a Thursday. It's Thursday? Yeah, it's Thursday. I first Thursday. Paris has done it. Stay Paris Sachet. Stay there Thursday, uh-huh. Friday, Saturday. Uh, I can make that work. Done it. Um, I'll just stay with you. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. David Twitey's done it. A bunch of them. People who come up, I tell people all the time. If How you many minutes is it? I mean, it's me. It so. says, yeah. Hey, uh, up. An Just hour 20. There you go. <laughs> 80 <laughs> minutes. Come up and hang with you. Yeah. Got a, I can do that. You got a lot of cool drop ins come in. It's always fun. So, where's it at? Uh, Green, Green Point. Brooklyn, okay. or, no, Fort Green. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fort Green. Make that Brooklyn. happen. There's a part of set. Yeah. And yeah. me and the illustrious uh, Maria Heineck. Yeah. Uh, she's dope. I'm going to do that. She's been through I'm DC. Do that. Yeah, she has. Yeah. She's, she's dope. You got me thinking. I'm going to do that. Hi, people. So come on back on uh, Monday. We'll be here for you guys. Be sure to uh, hit up the uh, Patreon, you fucking freeloaders. Yeah. We got some shit out there for y'all. We want to thank Courtney once again for sitting in with us. Thanks for having We're me. We're going to be out. I'm Randolph Terrence. Oh, catch me at the DC Improv this week. There yeah. you go. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. With Adam <laughs> Ferrara and Frankie French. Yeah. Uh, or pickles and jars. Yeah. I'm, I'm Andy Klein. <laughs> Courtney Farrington. <laughs> we got three guys on. We are out. Three guys out.